You're listening to the Hidden Battles Podcast, brought to you by HiddenBattlesFoundation.org, with your hosts, Chris Hurst and Scott Heider. Welcome to the Battlecast. Hey, everybody, it's Scott. And Chris, what's going on? Hey, uh, everybody, we are excited. I have Chris back with me. Welcome back, Seahurst. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's nice. Yeah, I was all discombobulated last week because we had something we wanted to talk to about last week. And then when I found out you were not feeling good and Mike jumped in to help me out, everything went out the window. Yeah, you know, I appreciate uh, Mike for coming in and helping and everything else. Uh, I was a slight bit under the weather uh, for multiple different reasons <laughs> that we won't get into for that for tonight. Yes, but, it's uh, not that. Uh, hey, want to welcome everybody coming over from uh, Mike Geary's Hellfish Haven uh, I guess his podcast or his, his broadcast over on the internet. So yeah, absolutely. they usually jump in here. And so thanks a lot, Mike. We had Mike on last week. And I'd also like to welcome uh, in any listeners that we have from our special guest that's going to be on later on tonight from uh, 22 Mohawks. So oh, yeah. any of those yep. uh, individuals who are associated with that organization or learned about hidden battles through us, uh, through them. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll welcome them in as well. Yeah, we'll talk about that that awesome opportunity that they gave us uh, over the weekend, um, and it's going to be forming a great partnership. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can text in 978-454-4980. It's 978-454-4980. Uh, Chris, you want to start off like we always do? we we'll start giving with the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Uh, there's two different ways to... There are technically three different ways to get in touch with them. So you can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. You can also call the new National Suicide Prevention Hotline three-digit number, 988. Veterans, you can press 1. and uh, Or you can also text TALK, T-A-L-K, T-A-L-K I can't even talk. Yeah. To seven four one seven four one. Yeah, and if you're in immediate crisis and you need immediate care, uh, dial nine one one. Hey, so we were talking about the Compact Act that had passed. It was Compact Act of twenty twenty. It just passed. So for veterans out there, if you feel that you are in crisis, you can go to any hospital, regardless of where it is, regardless if you're signed up for VA Health or not, and you can get free mental health um, uh, access. You can get immediate care. And you can get a 90-day out program or a 30-day in program, free of cost, thanks to the VA. So if you're in crisis and you're thinking, I can't afford any treatment, that's definitely uh, something for you. All right, let's switch gears. We're excited. Um, This is a long time coming. Uh, And they've been helping us out a lot. But this year, we're actually getting our our act together. And since we um, are recognizing our sponsors, better yet, we're recognizing our partners because these guys aren't sponsors. These guys are partners. They are 100% in on our mission. Uh, they have been since day one. And I'm talking about the fine people of Swim at the Mission. Uh, Swim at the Mission is an organization out of New Hampshire. They are seven years old. Uh, Phil and Julie uh, Tob, I'm going to get them in. We're going to talk with them uh, about this. But they started, uh, they wanted to showcase the beauty of um, Newfound Lake. And Phil's an avid swimmer, and he said, you know what, why don't we raise some money for veterans? We'll swim across the lake. We'll bring some people in to check it out, you know, and we'll do some good things. And eventually it expanded to this giant collaborative that he has, him and Julie have uh, come across. And 
It's over 50 nonprofits that get together and talk about how we can better the lives of the veterans in New Hampshire. Uh, they fund service dogs, equine therapy. They fund hidden battles, um, Harbor Homes. I mean, you name it. If there's an organization that's good in New Hampshire, these guys completely 100% stand behind them. They help them with funding. Um, they are doing a big project that I'll let Phil talk about when we get them on um, with the fine people of Easter Seals, which is going to be in Franklin. So we'll tease that. Ever since we've, we've ever run into, by accident, um, the Swim at the Mission folks, they kind of mentored us a lot. Like we looked at a lot of stuff they were doing. Uh, we were always reaching out to Phil and saying, hey, I have an idea for this. And he would always guide us in the right direction. So I call him Papa Phil. Um, and he helps us out a lot with a lot of things, not only monetarily collaborating, um, advice and other good things. So we're really excited that Swim at the Mission is actually going to be partnering up with us, like huge partnering up this, with this, uh, this year for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely really excited to be working with them uh, again. We've been working with them for a number of years now. Um, you can check them out online also if you want to learn more about Swim with the Mission. It's SWAM, S-W-A-M dot org. And you can actually see all the charities that they provide monetary donations to and help out in numerous different ways uh, right directly from their website. When these guys and girls get together and they do something, they do it big. Uh, this year, they're taking a break from it. But last year and the couple of years before, they do this uh, veterans celebration. And they did it at Fisher Cats Stadium where it's $10 to get in and that's a donation to get in. And you get to see... Navy SEALs do demonstrations. They do breaching. They have, uh, they come in, they parachute in. They do helocast. Uh, the dogs that they have are unbelievable. Um, and I honestly feel bad because the dogs do their demonstration, and then the state police and the Manchester dogs do their, their demonstration. And not to take anything away from them because they are top-notch police dogs, but it's kind of like watching a college team play baseball and then watching, you know, the little league yeah game. yeah exactly i mean it's it's unbelievable to see it but it's a great celebration and while you're there you get to walk around and meet like i said over 50 nonprofits that do benefit uh benefits for veterans and and programs and just stuff to increase and and uh better the lives of our veterans and their families so it's realistically it's just a big giant collaborative day and it's amazing I believe they're taking a break from it this year, but it'll be back, you know, bigger and stronger than usual because it always gets bigger and bigger. We wanted to be just, uh, you know, just to let everybody know that once again, um, Swim at the Mission has come through huge for Hidden Battles, and they're going to do a lot of good things with their the funding that they provided us, and we can't thank them enough. Thank um, Phil, Julie Taub, Matt up there is doing great stuff too. We really appreciate it. Swim with a Mission is proud to support Hidden Battles Radio. Hi, I'm Phil Taub. My wife Julie and I started Swim with a Mission to support our veterans. Our freedom is not free and it comes at a heavy price. There are too many veterans in our community struggling in silence. Please check us out at swam.org, S-W-A-M.org. And if you know a veteran that is struggling, I hope you will call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline 988 and push 1. David from 22 Mohawks is going to be calling in soon. Recently, uh, David started to uh, reach out to us on social media, let us know that they were looking at what we were doing and we were doing some similar things. And we both have the same idea of mission. Uh, our outlook is the same as far as partnerships go. Uh, we both believe that if you're not doing it for the veteran, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. There are organizations out there that 
want to make money off doing this and they get a lot of um i don't know anybody that makes money off this is i don't know i i don't we I talk all, all the time saying that you yeah. and i lose money doing this yeah absolutely we do i mean there's a lot of stuff that we do uh that we're financially committed to you know uh yeah. that comes out of our pockets directly just because we believe in it obviously I mean, we've been doing this for seven years i mean obviously we, we believe yeah. in it and right you and i have been together since the start for this entire thing and yeah sorry six years 2007 we're going to be seven yeah so yeah so but i mean so when you meet organizations like 22 mohawk uh and they put us in they put us in uh contact with another organization um scars and stripes another great organization and they all do a little different but david's on the phone now let's uh let's connect them let's start talking brother david you there hey gents how are you very good. Oh, we can hear you great. Oh, we can hear awesome. you crystal clear. It's awesome. Oh, this is great. We usually have people who call on, and then they're like, you know, so, but no, thanks. Uh, you were briefed very well, I guess. I was going to say, didn't yeah, you see good. his email response? He's yeah. like, I have to use my military voice. I have to speak loud, clear. Yeah, but military voices, I told him no, because military voices, every other word to swear. Oh, that's true. So we said no, no on that, so, but. Hey, that so, is pretty true, yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, um, let's just give um, give our audience a, a little heads up. So, you are a 15 year Army veteran. You are an Army Ranger, uh, infantry guy. Uh, you got out and you went to Suffolk. Got a degree in finance. Yep. And now yep. you work doing finance for a living. However, you like I and everybody else, we don't want to leave our brothers and sisters behind. We want to keep continuing to serve them, in one way or another. And you keep doing that. And Tell us, fill us in. Tell us about 22 Mohawk. Yeah, so 22 Mohawk uh, started in April of, of 2020. Um, just like you said, Scott, the, uh, you know, we don't want to leave our brothers behind. But, but what kind of triggered the start of it was I lost um, a good friend of mine, John, um, Specialist John Hatfield, to, um, to suicide. And uh, he and I spent the better part of 18 months together at Fort Bragg. He was a lower enlisted guy. And... Um, he worked with me every day. He was—he had a bad back, so he was getting medically discharged, as was I, but I was a senior guy, so um, I kind of took him under my wing. And I knew he was in bad shape. He would, um, he would come to me every day and be like, you know, this really, this isn't fun for me. I can't carry my weapon. My back's busted. I can't jump anymore, and I can't play infantry. He's like, this sucks. I knew he was pretty, pretty boo-boo-lipped every day. Um, and then fast forward to 2016, um, I knew I was going to get out go to college, had my 50-meter target, 100-meter target, um, had my plan in place. And um, I got discharged August 2016 and, uh, and essentially just never looked back. So I left John, I left the unit, um, went to college, got my degree, and um, you know, didn't really think twice of it. Started working in finance, got my finance licenses, whatever, hopping and popping. And then I found out on, on social media that John died. By suicide about a year, I don't know, maybe a year and a half after, after I got out, um, and I had no idea, because I, I, I never checked on him. And um, in my mind, that's, that's poor leadership. You know, it's like you recognize that someone's high risk or, or, or is, you know, having problems, you should be checking on these guys. And, and I knew that, but um, selfishly, I, I just kind of, you know, had tunnel vision and, and moved forward. And... Um, it, 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 that was my realization in 2020. So I knew that I had to do something. So um, I was trying to think of something that would, you know, kind of bring attention to suicide awareness. So I, I shaved a mohawk into my head, posted it on social media. Everybody knows, you know, the number, the off number 22, what it means. 
So I just threw 22 in front of it and, and posted a picture and said, hey, if, if I can get some other people to uh, post Mohawks for suicide awareness and hashtag 22 Mohawks, I'll donate 100 bucks per Mohawk to a larger charity. And, um, you know, we ended up getting, I don't know, we got a lot of Mohawks in, um, in, the, in, in two weeks, maybe probably closer to 40 or 50 Mohawks. Wow, um, so, uh, that kind of spiraled into, you know, like, well, why don't I, I create an event? I mean, I work in finance, so I'm not, I mean, I'm not wealthy, but I'm not, um, I'm not poor. So I, I, I wanted to give back, right. I give back to the, you know, the people I care a lot about. And, um, you know, so, so people didn't have to suffer the same feeling that I had as a leader, um, kind of being a crappy leader in my opinion. And, um, it spiraled into a, a parachute event, a can of, can of parachute event in, in, um, Pepperell, Massachusetts, where, um, I posted on social media, I said, Hey, listen, we're going to, we're going to take 10 guys, 10 vets and their families out to Pepperell, Massachusetts. Uh, we're going to jump tandem and, um, it's all on 22 Mohawks, 22 Mohawks will cover it, submit your names. And then a week before the jump, I'll draw the names out of a hat and, uh, it'll be a lottery. And then we'll all go and we'll have, you know, um, dinner with our families after. And, uh, you know, we got a bunch of names. I, I did a video on social media drawing names and I pulled, pulled, I think I, I think it was 12 names in the bucket and I pulled all 12 and, uh, we went, we jumped, we had a, a family dinner after it was, it was a phenomenal event. Um, I'm still friends with everyone that went to that event. We still talk to this day. I'm actually, one of them is actually coming with us to Denellen, Florida next week, um, to jump static line with us. His name just got randomly picked for our, our event. Um, our retreat next in two weeks, actually. Um, so it, it really, really connected a bunch of local veterans um, that I've, you know, you know, we're still friends, right? So that, you know, I'm like, you know, what, I'm going to do this every year. We're going to, we're going to strap up to another guy every year. We're going to jump out of uh, airplanes every year, but I'm like, I, I need a landing page. I need a website, right? Cause what the company, you know, you, you need a website, you need a place where people can go to sign up. So, when I was designing the website, I was like, well, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to spend the money, um, I'm going to do more things for vets. I'm going to offer more things. And um, I knew at the time how much I loved my dog and how much my dog meant to me. And, you know, I'd, I'd come home from a tough day. That dog, my dog would lick my face and sit on my lap, right? It was like the best thing ever. It still is. I love my dog, Winston. And um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get dogs vets. Not all, not all vets need, um, need service animals. Um, some of them can just get away with having a companion dog that's trained. So um, I put that on the website along with, you know, a couple other things like finance classes and, and, and other stuff that I could kind of use my skills that I had and learned to, to help veterans, right? Things that not many veterans know much about. And uh, it took about a month or two to, to kind of build the website. But two days after we launched it, I got a call from uh, Mike McGee in Cape Cod. And uh, he was like, listen, man, he's like, I saw on your website you give dogs. I need a dog. I'm not going to make it through another winter alone. I, I, just, I just can't do it. And um, at that point, I really had no plan in place on how I was going to get a dog. So I was like, oh, oh man, uh, what am I going to do? So I hung up the phone, um, called the local rescue, bought two dogs. And then the next day I drove one of the dogs to, to Mike's house. Um, and that one act literally changed the entire course of 22 Mohawks. Um, and it was literally the first like major act that we ever did that Mike from then on, like he connected us with, um, a group of guys down in Middleborough that, um, have helped us get dogs and helped us do training. Um, and she trains all our dogs and 
Mike also created the 22 motorcycle canine ride um, that takes place at Sandwich High School every year. It's a 30-mile bike ride. Last year, we had 300 people show up. Mike put it together by himself. Um, it generated, I think, like $10,000 in revenue for us um, in donations, which was outstanding. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that changed Mike's life, right? So, so Mike has purpose now. Mike connected us with other trainers to get dogs trained. And now Mike's on our team, and Mike has purpose. I talk to Mike once a week. We chit-chat. Um, and that has brought in so many more groups, so many more motorcycle groups in, um, in Massachusetts, um, a couple of Marine Corps uh, bike groups that really support us hard, will cut us a check every year. And um, you know, that, that changed everything. So we really built up our, our dog program. To date, we've given 32 dogs. Um, and our motto is save a dog to save a vet because uh, the majority of our dogs are saved from rescues, right? So we save the dog's life, and which that dog goes on to give veteran a purpose, save the veteran's life. And um, there's two things to note about, about the parachute jump and the dog program, and it's that both of these programs bring vets together. So our parachute jump brings all these vets together that don't even know each other. Now they're friends forever. They know they can connect with each other. So there's a social connection, which is extremely important. We don't want to isolate. Yeah, it's a community that you're building, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we don't don't want to lose that, right? That sense of belonging is something I think a lot of us lose when we leave service. So we're bringing that back. And then the dog program, uh, we require our guys to meet up at least once a month. So all our guys who've got dogs go to this one location, train their dogs, have a burger, maybe have a beer or something. And that creates the community too, right? So it's not just a dog. It's not just a parachute jump. It's, it's a community of veterans that get together, um, and it's a, it's a purpose, right? Um, it's, a, it's a big purpose. Well, it's like in my research, you know, I, we, uh, including you, Scott, I would assume, I don't think you're a, a clinician or a mental health specialist, um, nope. unless you are. And I, okay. I mean, we're not, we're not mental health specialists, right? We're not clinicians. Um, so you and I could have a conversation. You call me on a Friday night, you're sad, whatever. We talk and we have that bro understanding. But there's a, there's a difference between the bro understanding and actual treatment. And that's kind of where, where we're going now. So we created a annual retreat in Florida where we fly 20 vets down from all over the country of Florida. Um, and we do static line parachute training. Um, and we bring in partners from all over the place. Um, this one that we're getting um, for this jump is American Warrior Partnership. They're sending down um, um, mental health people. And then the local Ocala Vet Center is sending in uh, mental health therapists. And what, what happens is, is these guys will jump. Their adrenaline will be kicking. Right when they hit the ground, we come down, we all connect, and then we all go into a mental health session. And it's amazing to see the stories that will come out of our guys when they've, you know, connected on the same level that they connected with people years ago while on active duty, right? Because they, they face the door, they got their static line, and they jump, and all their endorphins are going, and they feel that camaraderie again. And then they're like, you know what, man, a couple weeks ago, I, I, was, I was really thinking about taking my life, and um, this just changed everything for me. Like, we've had people say that to us. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's just, it, it's amazing to see, and, and when someone comes over to you and shakes your hands, like, you know, man, you, you saved my life because of this. Like, seriously, like, I, I've been considering dying by suicide, and, and it's because of this program that I'm still alive. It's, 
there's, there's no money that can compare to that, how that makes you feel. You know what I mean? Um, it's the same with a dog. When you hand a dog to somebody and, and just the, the, the person's face when they receive that dog, you know, the, that's their dog, that's their companion. Um, and the thank you that you get for that, I mean, like when I gave Mike that dog, I didn't care about money. I didn't care about title. I didn't care about anything else anymore. I knew that my mission, my purpose is to just help veterans and do this. And the mission is going to be the same today with zero dollars as it will be in 10 years. If we have a million dollars, none of that matters. I will, for the rest of my life, I don't want anyone that I know to have to find out that one of the people that they never checked on died by suicide and, and just feel horrible about that. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's essentially kind of where, where I'm at right now. I know I kind of went on a soapbox rant there for a minute, but, um, no, it's, it's completely all right. I didn't say anything. Cause I, sometimes I interrupt and when I interrupt, I, I throw people off track. So I would just let <laughs> run with it. No, I, I think it's great. It's, 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 I, I talk about this all the time. I talk about when people get out of the military, it's that lack of community, you know, they don't have it anymore and that's what they're looking for. Um, and it, where, and then where you talk about clinicians, you know, clinicians are great, but it's not for everybody where I think that our peer support, you know, talking to guys that understand and girls that understand, it, it's more therapeutic for us because of the fact that you get that stigma of being judged. You get that stigma of, oh, medicine's coming with this, you know? Or, I mean, even to the point that you have, I've heard a story about a veteran who, um, or a first responder that was talking to a clinician, started telling him about everything that really happened. I believe it, that, um, I, I probably shouldn't tell my source because, I, you know, but... Um, a first responder was talking to clinicians, started talking about, you know, the details of, of certain things that happened during trauma, and the person had to get up and leave. Uh, you know, so how does it make them feel? Where if we're at a barbecue and we just met, you know, I can, it, it's almost like I fall into place like we've met before or we've been serving with each other and we just open right up to each other because we know that you can handle it. We know that we can handle what's coming out of our mouth next with us going, holy crap, like, I, I can't believe you went through that and I can't handle this. No, it's like, no, no, I feel you. I feel you, you know, and, and that, I think that's what we have as, you know, our first responders and our veterans is we, if we just break down the, the fact that we should be talking to each other, how helpful that would be. This portion of the broadcast was brought to you by Jean.CreditUnion. Jean.Credit Union has been helping members in the community for over 100 years. Credit Union's mission is people helping people. And at Jean.Credit Union, they support that mission by educating and guiding their members to make smart financial choices. Call them at 978-452-5001. Visit them online, jdcu.org, to learn more about how Jean.Credit Union can help you. We have our, our niche of activities, and you have an amazing niche of activities. I have a question for you. So the skydive jump, uh, the static line jump that you have down in Florida, so do you have to be prior airborne to do that? No, you don't. Anyone can do it. Very cool. Um, no, and, count me out. I'm all No, no I know. No, but Chris don't like heights. <laughs> Chris just actually went, uh, he went on. Why don't you tell the story about you almost throwing up in the Grand Canyon? With the helicopter? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't the Grand Canyon. It was over Vegas. We oh, did a we did bad. a helicopter tour, and uh, the pilot that we had at the end. So we did a a nightfall over uh, over Vegas to see the strip and everything else. So we're circling back around uh, down by Circus Circus and coming back toward, on the, down the strip, and uh, he goes, "All right, hold on." 
And, uh, yep, we just pretty much kind of do a free fall there, and uh, I'm holding on for dear life. Guys behind me are screaming like <laughs> little girls, and my wife is absolutely loving every minute of this. Yeah, Chris does not like heights at all, so Chris is not doing it. I actually do have somebody on my team that I think would probably benefit from this. Um, he's a former airborne guy, and uh, he literally, when we, we got a hold of him, he was looking for that community, and he fell right in, just like Mike did for you. He fell right in. Um, and it's made his niche, but I think it's what we, we keep doing is we keep thinking it's task and purpose, right? So, you know, you get out of the military, what am I going to do? You had college, you knew you had your goal, you had your plan coming right out, but individuals like Mike, they, he really didn't, you know, where's he go? And so you, you gave him that, you know, and when we, we look back and think that, you know, there's more we could have done for the ones we've lost to suicide, you can't change the past. You can only change the future. And I think what you're doing in, in honor of your, your brother that you lost, you know, is amazing. And I think that the, another way to look at it, like I look at it, is if it never happened, we wouldn't be doing the great things for the great people that we're serving today. Yeah, I totally agree with that, Scott. That's what um, actually John's mother said that to me in a message after I told her the story. And uh, she she admittedly said, she's like, I was, I was actually mad at first when I read it, but then I realized that if, if if none of this happened, then we wouldn't be helping as many people as we are. So yep. it was um, it was kind of cool to hear her say that. But hey, I want to um, just so uh, wish a get well soon to Uncle Crockyfoot, who's at Tufts Medical right now. He's um, old Calvary Scout, who's uh, not doing too well health wise. But Uncle Crockyfoot, we're thinking about you. Uh, that's Sean Mulligan. <laughs> uh, Sean's a good friend of ours, and um, he's battling some health issues. So I'm, I'm glad you're doing good, and I'm glad you got your your humor going for you, my, my brother there. Um, no, I think it's great that, like I said, that we honor those that we lost that, but I, I've like beaten ourselves up over it. We really can't, you know, um, for a little while, I think we can, but I think we have to move on and do what we're doing. You know, I think the, the impact you're having with veterans right now is amazing. Um, and just like I said, if you know, we're, we're where we are because of what has happened, you know? Um, so, I love the I love the Pups Vets. That's a great organization. Even like companionship, you know. Um, I'm going through the service dog program myself, and uh, but days I'm I'm there, I feel great. And you're giving that back. Uh, your events pages, you got a bunch of stuff going on. You're like us. Uh, if anybody's interested in finding out more, I'm not getting ready. I'm paying you off, but I'm just going to plug you. Uh, anybody's interested in finding about more about 22 Mohawks, go to 22mohawks.com, uh, and you'll see. Everything you'll learn about Dave, you'll learn about his staff, you'll learn about his events and all this great stuff he's doing. Uh, and like I said, with the community thing that you've done, do you introduce stuff to a, a bunch of other organizations, which I think is amazing because they're doing their part, you know, little different things. So, I mean, yes. Yeah, I just, I just want to speak to that if I could. A couple, a couple of weeks back, I went to, um, I flew to Vegas to go to a, um, a targeting solution um, suicide awareness panel. And um, when I flew out there, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking that there's going to be like a, a magic pill that they're going to give us and we're going to like figure out how to stop veteran suicide. And uh, I mean, there were some like, um, you know, industry leaders in the room. Like, um, I think I actually told you this, Scott. Um, yeah. yep. Tim Kennedy was there, Dakota Meyer was there. But, but there really wasn't any like action item at the end, right? And after I... I left Vegas, I, I was on the flight back and I'm like, the, the number one thing is, is that all of us like village 
um, you know, neighborhood nonprofit orgs that try to help veterans um, need to come together. And uh, we had, we were invited in the BFIT to, you know, be one of the charities. And I'm like, well, let's just invite all these, all, all, anyone we can find online. Let's just invite all these guys in and get them all in there. And then we can all connect with them. And that, that's just going to strengthen our network, um, you know, open up so many more lines, right? It's like, like Scars and Stripes. Like, I, I don't do dirt biking, but I might find a vet that does, and then I can really? refer him over to Gary, right? Um, or, like, Gary finds somebody that needs a dog. He can send them to me, or, you know, we can send them over to you. Got Like, there's just so many, like, avenues of referral and connection. Um, and uh, that's kind of what the whole – Kind of that whole mission like turned into is like, let's just call all these people. And that's how we met you. Right. Like, yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have met you if Stacy didn't like, you know, kind of research you guys and find out and like get on a call with you guys. Um, and we're, we're just going to continue to sustain that. Like we just want to, we don't care about anything else. We just want to get all these groups together. Cause I, I feel like if we do this in Massachusetts and we perfect it as a group, like Massachusetts is going to be the skeleton for how we teach other States to, to mirror it, to, just prevent suicide. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that, that piece with it. No, I, I thought it was great. Cause the first time we had talked, we shared the same realistic, the, the same outlook on networking. And, and I talked about this last week, how just if, and I even touched on it briefly about it tonight. If, if you're in this to make money, you're not in this for the right reason, you know? And, like when we were talking, we were talking about just impact and how we can help each other and how we're not selfish to the point that, you know, I know, I know there's individuals that go, oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, no, I don't do that, but I will now. You know, there's like an, I'll use, I'll use Scars and Stripes. You'll get somebody who'll say, oh, Scars and Stripes is amazing. And, you know, they're, they're, and I'm just making this up, but oh, yeah, they got $100,000 from this and doing that. And then these people go, you know, we should do that because now we can get $100,000. That, that's not the reason you should be doing this. And I think when we talked about stuff like that, uh, we hit we hit home because, you know, we're our hearts and souls are in this. We're we're not sitting behind a desk and sending teams out to do these events. We're doing these events. We're right there in the mix, you know, doing everything with the people we're serving, and that's realistically what we're doing. That's leadership. And I think that as long as we don't lose focus on that, we'll do well. And as long as we keep like linking up with other people who feel that way we'll be doing well. And I think that we'll be able to make a huge impact, you know, as long as we keep the fact that we're not competition out of the way. We, nobody's competition. You're not my competition. I'm not your competition. We're partners in this. And that's what we should honestly be doing, you know. Uh, and that's what I think is amazing. You guys are right there. And when you reached out, I was like, this is great, because I was like, even even if we don't, you know, we, we get along and we're like, all right, this is great, but, you know, your, your view's a little different. A way I could go is about as this is I could say, you know what? Wait, I have somebody down in your area. Well, you know, I'll tell them to reach out to you because you're, I, I, listen, I get calls and I get text messages and I get emails from people all over the country asking if we serve their community. And I wish I could. But we do that and now I can say the more we meet, hey, you know, I can't help you, but, you know, 22 Mohawks can. They're right in your neighborhood. Check them out. They have an event on this page. Go to their page. Check it out. Or Scars and Stripes has something. Or Swim at the Mission has something. Or Delta Dog has something. And that's the only way this is going to work is if we all partner together, just like the military. Some, some jobs are Gucci. Some jobs aren't. But they don't work unless everybody works together. Agreed. And that's the, that's the power of, 
of the together piece, right? Like that shows strength. It's like, oh, I know I can call Scott and Scott will know someone somewhere, right? Even if he doesn't have the service that I need, he'll send me somewhere. And I feel like that's like, that's super powerful. That's worth That's absolutely worth every penny that we can ever do because it's, sometimes it's not money that saves, uh, you know, our brothers and sisters lives. It's just connecting them to the right people and getting them the right resources or introducing them to the right group that they're really going to fall in with, you know, their niche. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so tell us a, a little bit about, um, your staff. So you're hundred percent volunteer also, right? Yep. Yep. So we're an all volunteer group. Um, None of, honestly, none of this could really be happening without uh, without Stacy, <clears throat> our CEO. She's uh, she actually really does all the work. I just kind of show up and smile, and she's the one that's running around. But uh, we got one of those. She's <laughs> <laughs> she's she's the one. So Stacy's our CEO, and then we have um we have a like a group of people. So we have um Lori. I think you might have met Lori. She was at the event. Um, she is our director of of marketing and advertising. Um. We have Tara. So Tara's our basically suicide awareness prevention specialist. Um, she has, she's essentially a doctor, really. She's got uh, all the mental health stuff. Um, and then we have, we have Iman, who is a, Iman Kafel. He is a, a local cop that does our, our networking. He's the director of networking. Uh, we have, um, Mr. Silver. Um, I won't say his full name, but, um, he is a police officer too. And he does, um, he's our chief operations officer he does a lot of the uh he, he gets everything together really and oversees all the everything um then we have rachel and abby and tj and amanda are our suicide awareness and prevention um, instructors um so that's essentially our team really but we're all yeah we're all volunteer we all have full-time jobs um on top of this and this is a full-time job too obviously as you yeah, I'm I mean sure that's a testament to that's a testament to how much we believe in this. We know nothing about that. Yeah, we. <laughs> I'm like every everybody's got their full time job except for me because I'm retired. But everybody's got their full time job, their side hustle job, and then they got their hidden battles job. So I mean, yep. it's a lot of people don't understand the the inner workings and the back end of running events. I mean, you guys are event driven like us. And it's like a lot, and we joke around with Mike from uh, Specialist Matthew Polini Fund, and we joke around where people think that you know you order this event from you know Office Depot and you press a button and it pops open and it's done. They don't understand the back end of this of of running an event, and it's just it's it, like to to understand and when people start to see how much we do it, they really get a grasp on how much we're into and how much we believe in the in the the programs that we do. You know, there's no BS involved in this. Yeah, it's so funny you said that. I had a, um, a guy I went to high school with. He graduated a couple of years ahead of me. And he um, he invited me down to have a cup of coffee with him, and he um, surprisingly g- gave me a check. And he's like, Dave, he's like, I see all the stuff that you guys are doing. And he he runs one event every year, and he raises like eight grand to give to a a scholarship fund for athletes at Newark High School. So every year he does an event a fundraiser, and makes like eight grand. And he's like, Dave, he's like. By the end of it, he's like, I need like three months off because he's like, I'm just so busy doing stuff. And he's like, I see what you guys are doing. And I'm like, that's a lot of work with those guys are doing. He's like, I tell my wife, he's like, dude, they don't, they're nonstop. And um, I feel like if, if we do that and we show people that, then maybe it will be contagious and other people will do it. And then, you know, we won't have suicides. Yeah, no let's, yeah, let's inspire, inspire other people to do this too. I agree with you. You know what it is, but it comes back to leadership, you know, lead by example. Um, and, and it's like, 
I love the fact that we actually can see the impact that we have on, on you know, our veterans, our first responders, because we meet them, and when they keep coming back to events, that means that we haven't lost them and that we've given them that sense of community again. And, and I say I beat community into you because I, it's the most important part of this is the fact that, you know, when you're in the military, it's the military community. You know who you can reach out to. Uh, you know when you're having a bad time, you can who you can talk to. And, and, and sometimes in the first responder world, we don't have that because I think it's just, there's a, a part of trust and then there's the part of um, almost being connected to kind of um, like a hooligan in a sense. I think we're more in the military, it's embraced. If you're a knucklehead, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it is what it is with this guy. You know, he's got three Article 15s. But if you start to associate yourself in the first responder world with the guy who gets written up all the time, it's almost a cancer. You know, so... Mm-hmm. When I think okay. when, when we get when we get our um, you know we get them in the community and they're around like-minded people and I was joking about this other day it's kind of like walking into a, a gentleman's club and seeing your neighbor hey he's there too you know what I mean so you it, nobody's judging at this point you, you it's like all right well you're at you're at the event because you have problems but he's at the event because so he's, he's has problems so you it, you're not don't be embarrassed because they're there nobody's diming you out they're there for the same reason yep. you are. Yep. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I, I love it when people start telling like deep secrets. I'm like, man, this is some intense stuff like people will share with you, you know, because they feel completely, I guess you could say it's a, it's a safe space, right? Yeah. Um, to just share whatever they want. And if once one person shares and everyone else starts sharing and it's like, all right, like uh, just let it all out. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we first started our peer support group, I was telling my story like weekly. And it was, and I, I've been telling it since 2012. So, I mean, I've been telling it for a long time now, but it's great to the point now that we don't even have that. We just have people come in, they sit down and they just start, the mouth just runs. And it's great that they have, that we have that. We've created that for them because I know that there's no judging. They, they can all relate. And half, excuse me, half the time, somebody will start talking about a call and then we'll say, yep, I've been there or you know, hey, he's had that call. What do you think? And then we work through it. Yeah, absolutely. I I got nothing else for <laughs> besides that. Chris, <laughs> like, get out of my head. So, but no, I think what you guys are doing are great. I'm so glad that you, that Stacy reached out to us. Um, and it, it's like in in what we were talking about when you would mention BFit, uh, the BFit challenge. So they reached out to us and and they said, you know, this is how much it cost for a, a major sponsor to be on the floor, but we don't want that. Just pay this much. It's a fraction of the amount because we want to get you guys exposure because you guys, obviously, when I say you guys, I'm talking about uh, David and his crew, um, believe in the fact that this is what the mission is. We need to start saving lives and, and exposing you know, these organizations out to other people. So, yeah, we got there. It was an amazing event. I, I'm honestly I'm kicking myself because I didn't do it because I really wanted to do it. But I was like, I got to man the table. And then eventually I, I wanted to do it. Then I'm just making excuses. I would... I, I, I Honestly, I if I if I was able to come that if I was able to come that weekend, you would have uh, you would have done it. Yeah, absolutely. But, but we had a minor yeah, setback. Yeah, but what we we have next year, and we'll put another team again together, and it'll be great. And that was another great thing. I mean, we're, we're all activity driven, and we buy bibs to do you know Derek Hines and run for the troops and uh, Polini, and you know we'll and we actually fifteen bibs came with this opportunity that you gave us. And we filled 11 of them. And, I mean, that was amazing. And, and I know that the guys that were on our team and the girls that were on our team, 
were unbelievable. And they were so happy. And I mean, we, Quinny and his wife did it twice. Yeah. So, I mean, it was nuts. Uh, and so, I mean, it was a great opportunity and it was, we chalk it up to one of the things that we did for people and gave them the opportunity that they might never have had before. I will be honest though. When I first saw Stacy's message come across on our Facebook page, I was like, what kind of scam is this? So you get those two. <laughs> we get, we get stuff like that she all the that. time. He, yeah, she was like, Dave, I think they think I'm scamming them. Yeah. yeah. But, it, I mean, we've been scammed like that before, honestly. Like, But we can kind of weed out the uh, BS, if you yeah. will. And yeah. when I was – I think I was in the airport when I saw it. Yeah. And I sent the text to Scott, and I'm like, yeah, you can deal, have fun dealing <laughs> with this one. I'm like, I want no part of it. Yeah. And next thing you know, I see a message. Hey, guess what? We're going to the BeFit Challenge. I'm like, and <laughs> – here we go. Yeah. Well, it's it, it, it's funny because I I'm not a sleeper. So, and Chris works overnight. So when our harebrained schemes happen, it's in the middle of the night. So when my messages come to Chris, like <laughs> I have an idea, he usually braces himself. He's like, oh god, here it comes. So yeah. So when I was like, hey, we're going to B fifty. He's like, oh, here we go. You know. So, but no, it was actually very seamless and it was run amazingly and. I I have the on I'm taking some pointers from the way that the guy Tommy ran that um with his communication and his sign up and stuff. I mean, it was to see the pros at work, it makes me feel bad that I'm so disorganized, but that's my thing. Yeah, they they did a great job for sure. They did. They helped us out on the back end too, like make sure that all the checks were accounted for and everything. They're a great group of people. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, they've been doing it what's this the 7th year, right? So we were joking, yeah, I'm like, seven. I don't do anything unless it's the 8th year. So I'll, I'll do it next year. Oh, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah. So no, sense. so if next year, I'm not sure if you, if you guys aren't a sponsor, so let's us together, we'll put a big team together and we'll do, uh, we'll do something fun with that. But I mean, we're going to do a lot of stuff before that one year, you know, before next year. That's just silly. But we've talked about, um, getting a, like I said, getting all the nonprofits in Massachusetts together that do mental health for veterans, uh, to get them together, have like almost a, um, a collaborative, have a seminar, a convention, and just start to work on networking and starting to realistically get this network out there that there are people that are willing to help and eager to help, you know? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think we, the more people we get together, the more the more ideas, midnight ideas we can get um, in the middle of the night, you know? Um, but yeah. No, I, I think, I mean, um, yeah. Like, I, I know that I don't know everything, but I might bring a, one view to the table that somebody else might not, and then I know that other people have great views that would actually benefit what the thought process is. So, I mean, it's just, I honestly think that that's a great idea. I think it'll work. I know that Phil from Swim at the Mission, our, our big partner that we announced earlier to, on the show, he's done that in New Hampshire with his uh, Veterans Collaborative. And even if we were to just start to create a Facebook page, you know, like Phil has, that would just be like, you know, Veterans Mental Health for Massachusetts and name it something simple as that. Have people, not everybody can get in. We have to vet them to get them in and because, and we just keep it so that they're not just throwing their podcast up there or throwing their t-shirt sales up there. Absolutely. That they're actually trying to get, you know, events or they're trying to get some articles or whatever that's pertinent to what we're doing. I think that would be huge too. It's a start. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I'm... Um... We don't want to bring them in and be like, hey, yeah, sell all your T-shirts here. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I feel like I, people I would a, try to do that, too. Yeah. I run a nonprofit, but uh, I have a, an amazing sweater apparel line, and you should probably just jump on and get them. And you No, know, because we 
we help out with the swim of the missions and there's guys that try to come on and you're like, you have, this has nothing to do with what we're trying to do. And it, it realistically, it's just them trying to get in and market something, a uh, benefit from it. But that's something that we'll, we'll have to tackle when we get at it. But no, I think it's, it's everything, everything is, is on the horizon for us. I think working together from forward, I think we'll be able to do amazing things. Agreed. I definitely think we will. Um, I, I really appreciate you guys coming out to the B-Fit too. I think it was a, I think it was a great day. Such, such good people that showed up. So I do appreciate you coming, Scott. Now, Dave, in uh, two months, I'm looking on your website here. You have a uh, trivia night that's uh, coming up on April 8th. You want to pitch that on how we can get tickets? And My eyes just lit up because I love trivia. Yes. Actually, as we I stand here, Stacy is building the uh, the link for it right now on Facebook. So it's, uh, it's 200 bucks for a table of 10 or 25 bucks per person. It's Saturday, April 8th at the Elks in Norwood. And it's from 1900 to 2300, and we're trying to get everyone to reserve their table um, before February 24th um, to get a special raffle um, as a donation to our team to the uh, Boston Bruins Foundation for next year. Um, so anyone who, who, who you know gets a table before the 24th will get like a special donation piece to beef a challenge um well here i'll just tell you right yeah. now hidden battles will get a table for you yeah absolutely i'm all excited i'm, I'm like gleaming over here i'm like i'm gonna i have a chance of winning this too um uh, yeah so know what to do as soon as you get that let us know we'll share it with all, on all of our uh, platforms and we'll try to get that but yeah get us down for a table we're definitely in for that but now i do have a question about the trivia because you know and there's a funny side story behind this when we went to new york for a uh rock their trivia night that was advertised at the bar across the street from our hotel, what, their idea of trivia was let's put Jeopardy on the TV, and that was their <laughs> trivia night. That's not going to be your trivia night, is it? Because if that's no, the case, no, I don't have any chance of winning. <laughs> we, have a D, we have a DJ come and actually do like the actual trivia uh, game piece, and then we have like raffles and food and stuff. Perfect. Yeah. Is it, is it going to be yep. your, is it the way it's going to work? Are you going to be an individual, or are you going to work as teams? Uh, well, Stacey, Stacey, do you want to tell them? Uh, so the event is going to be team-run, um, so they, we, we can hold up to 200 people. Um, you can register as an individual for $25, or if you want to buy a table, um, $20 person. So tables with 20 people, so is it is the competition, though? It can Are we working as a table, as a team, or individuals, or how does it work? Your table's your team. Oh, your table's your team. Let's go. Oh, my God. You might as well just put everything in the back of my car when I get there. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, no, I, I like, honestly, I, I can't wait to do more work with you guys. You guys are a, a great couple. Uh, you're doing great things, and definitely you're our people. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely want to thank you guys for everything you've done and, and the partnership that we did. And you gave us the opportunity that we never would have had before. Like I said, this is, that was huge for us. Um, but yeah, no, we will definitely, we'll share your event with you and put us down for a table because we just come to, to slay everybody on this one. Well, luckily Dave and I aren't participating, so we'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're not, yeah. I am, I am that guy. Jeopardy out back. And when I first started dating my wife, we went to, uh, we went out to dinner. We went to this bar after that she knows she's like, oh, I think they have trivia. We went in and there were already three rounds before us had already completed and we went in and I ended up winning. By the end of the sixth what? round, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's this crazy. Is, I I retain things that are going to save me from a deserted island. I won't remember anybody's <laughs> names, and anybody's birthdays. Yeah, and my wife will tell me six times that we're doing something, and then that later that night, I'm like, "What are we doing?" 
It's just I retain the the most ridiculous things. It's just what I do. So. Well, I'm looking forward to watching you guys crush it. That's yeah. for sure. Well, then, then we're going to come and we're going to completely get slaughtered. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> we're just talking a big game. Uh, but no, we, I'm actually really good at trivia. It's one of my it's one of my superpowers. But no, thank you two very <laughs> very much. I honestly I can't wait to work with you and um and start you know getting you guys um a little exposure up on our end and and vice versa. And like I said, I think that um I'll I'll talk to you offline about. Maybe sending one of our guys down to your Florida event, if not this year, next year, definitely. Yeah, yeah, let us know. We'd love to have you guys, or one of your guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you, too, and I will talk to you. And that's the new term, by the way, everybody. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, so, no, wait, I do appreciate everything <laughs> you guys are doing. That's my, my quote. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Like, is there copyrighted? Do I owe you money now? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna put my name at the. No, I'm just We're gonna write you a check. It'll be like 13 cents royalties. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say it, it's 13 cents, Scott. Exactly. Yeah. So I appreciate you. We're up to 36 cents. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank well, you. We too. appreciate you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk <laughs> soon. All right, guys. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. So. Guys and girls, thanks. Uh, that was uh, Stacy and Dave from Twenty Two Mohawk um, or Mohawk, sorry, plural. Um, it, I like I said, it, they're a great couple, uh, doing great things for our veterans in the Commonwealth, especially in the area. And they're down in the Foxborough area there, so we're gonna try to merge with them and try to do uh, try to get our audience that's down there. We have a bunch. Uh, to get involved in them, and then if they have some people up here, get them involved with us. So we're gonna play off with the song. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, stay safe and healthy, and we'll talk to you next week. Chris, you got anything? I got nothing. We'll see you all next week. All right. Thanks, everybody.